Happy birthday to all of you. And greetings to you in the wonderful name of our living Lord and of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, in the wonderful name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on this beautiful Pentecost Sunday, 1981, we, your people, stand here before you, clothed in the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And how truly grateful and thankful I am for the life that you've given me to be a part of this wonderful day. Thank you, Father, for having called us out of darkness into the marvelous light of the gospel of deliverance and salvation. Thank you, Father, for the open word that speaks to people that once again the word of God may have regnancy and that people will know that it is the will of God. For that, Father, I'm truly thankful this day from the depth of all of our hearts in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated, please. This morning in my dedication message to the body of believers, naturally the topic I would choose would deal with the garden and fountain of living waters. In the record in, in Genesis 2.8 and as well as in Genesis 2.15 is the record of Adam and Eve, of how God put them into a garden. It all started there. And then if in your thinking, in your thinking as you go along with me, when God's only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, came here upon earth, at the close of his life, toward the close of it, and perhaps I'm knowledgeable that he did at other times too, but my mind goes toward the close of his life when once again Jesus Christ went into the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed. After they had crucified our Lord and Savior, They buried him in a garden, in a sepulcher, according to John 19, 41. And of course, having buried him in a garden, he arose from a garden also. So there are a lot of wonderful truths in the Word of God that are significant relative to the garden. When it comes to the waters of life, my heart this morning sees the beauty again of Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's the word of God. And in this word of God, in this law, doth he meditate day and night. Doing this comes verse 3, and a conjunction. He shall absolutely be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Planted by the rivers of water. 
that bringeth forth his fruit, God's fruit, in season, in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall what? Prosper. Shall prosper. There's a record in Psalm 36 I'd like to read. Psalm 36, verse 7. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house. And thou shalt make them to drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is the fountain of life, and in thy light shall we see light. I was thinking the other day that if I had to pick perhaps one scripture from the Old Testament, this verse 9 would be the scripture that I would inscribe mentally on every stone and every part of this location. For with thee, with God, the fountain of life, he is the fountain of life. There is no verb, he is in there, is is in italics in the King James. If you scratch it, you got the truth of it. For with thee, with thee, the fountain of life, in thy light shall we see light. Isn't that a fantastic verse? Remember in Jeremiah chapter 2, the one that we use to share with our people in the foundational class? Jeremiah chapter 2. Just take a look at it. Verse 13. For my people have committed two evils. Number one, they have forsaken me, the fountain of what? Living waters. Fountain of living waters. And whenever people, God's people, forsake him, the fountain of living waters, they always hew out for themselves cisterns that can hold no water because they're cracked. And then there's a record in the Gospel of John in chapter 4. And this is so significant on this day of Pentecost because it deals with someone who as far as the world was concerned, was all over with, but not as far as the Lord Jesus Christ. And he dealt with this woman, this Samaritan woman, at the well in Samaria. And he dealt with her so beautifully that the record in chapter 4, verse 13 and 14 Ring in my heart like a great bell. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water, talking about the physical water at the well in Samaria, Jacob's well in Samaria, if you drink of that physical water, you're going to do what? 
thirst again. But verse 14, Jesus said, Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water, a well of water springing up unto what? Everlasting life. And then way at the close of the Bible in Revelation 21. Revelation 21, verse 5. Well, perhaps I ought to begin with verse 3. And I heard a great voice, Revelation 21, 3. I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he who sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these things are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. I will give unto him who is a thirst. I'll give to him of the fountain of the water of life freely. These are some of the wonderful words, my people, from the word of God regarding a garden and the fountain of life. I'd like for everyone to stand, please, for our prayer of dedication on this morning, Mrs. Weirwill over here, please. Watkinson's behind. Shall we pray? Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, on this Pentecost Sunday of June the 7th, 1981, we, your people, stand here before you in this garden and fountain of living waters to dedicate this garden and fountains of living, fountain of living waters to you this day in behalf of your son, in behalf of the believers who are resting and awaiting for your return, and in behalf of the believers living in this moment of time and history. And Father, therefore, in the name of Jesus Christ and by your power, this fountain of living waters surrounded by its gardens. And this we do, Father, with all the love we have for you and your word and your people on this day in the wonderful name of our living Lord and of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.